we've got a topic here that's on everyone's minds right now. How do you invest in a volatile market? 2022 has been very difficult, very volatile. We're coming off of 2020 with the pandemic market. So, and it seems like these markets are not going to go go away. So, what is the strategy? How do we how do we invest when there's uncertainty in the markets, sideways markets, downwards markets? What do we do here? Yeah, I think that I want to make sure that this is right up front. We're talking very high level, but we did want to talk about it because I know that right now if you are in a scenario where you're you know just invested in your 401k and or your investments and you're just watching the, the money go down it can be very very stressful so are there other things uh, merce and i have done quite a few episodes on uh, what we call our sell side discipline which means we get out of the volatility in which we've been out of the volatility now for a, a period of time but then what do we do when uh, when we get out of the markets what do we do with the the money that is sitting there and so we've we're, we're talking very candid and open about, hey, this is going to take some some work and and some effort to be able to deal with these, but there are things that we can do. Um, also, we'd like to ask or tell you that if you'd like to go to our website, you can go there to our blog page. It's pomwealth.net. Go to the blog page. we got a blog article written on this. In addition to that, if you hear this information, you think this could be beneficial to someone else, we do ask you, please share it with a friend. Send them a link. Tell them about it. Say, hey, you got to check this out. Uh, it might be something you might be interested in. But before we get into this episode, we would uh, like to give you this quick disclosure. The information contained in this podcast is intended to provide general information only and not to be considered individualized advice. Different types of investments have different levels of risk. As always, please contact your financial professional for advice appropriate to your situation. Enjoy the show. Welcome to the Secure Your Retirement Podcast. This is the place where high achieving professionals come to gain confidence on how to successfully navigate their transition into and life during retirement. There's no such thing as a passive retirement plan. To have a successful financial future, your plan must be actively managed. Each week, we will bring you action plans and expert interviews that will help you gain insights, learn fresh perspectives, and finally experience peace of mind about your retirement. Here to help you achieve your dream retirement and live the life you deserve are your hosts, certified financial planners, Raiden Stansel and Merce Tariq. Welcome everyone to our Secure Your Retirement podcast. We are going to be talking to you today about something that has been on your radar, your mind, your thought process all year long, and that is volatile markets, in particularly a market that's going down or sideways. And that's what we've had going on this entire year. And it really comes down to this particular scenario. You know, Merce and I, we work with individuals that are close to or already in retirement. So the closer you are to retirement, the more nervous a downside, downside, um, downside market affects us. When the market's going down, it creates more anxiety than if I were still working and funding my, my retirement plan. Or if I'm really close, even though I'm still funding, I go, man, I got to I got to make it there. So these down mar markets can make it very, very, very difficult. Uh, it can create a lot of anxiety. It can uh, keep a lot of us up all night. So how do we deal with it? What do we do with it? Well, Merce and I, that's what we talk about all the time. Uh, we talk about how to have what in all essence is called a sell side discipline. And we're going to go into a little bit of that. But then what do you do if you're in an extended downside. You're in an extended downturn 
in the markets. One thing, and we'll re recap this for you for markets that are down for just a little bit, and then they go back up really fast. We've had that happen a few times in the last decade. And then we've had these extended downturns, kind of like you might think of a 2000, 2001, 2002, or a 2008, which was an 18-month downturn from a top to a bottom. And here we set in one now, and we'll recap that for you. What do you do in those compared to when you have the short downturn? So I thought what would be nice, we're going to talk about, by the way, what how do we invest in a downturn market? We're going to go through that. We're going to give you some things of what we're doing. We're going to just open up and say, hey, here's what we're doing. Here's how we're doing this for our clients. But then I also want to give you some perspective. So I think what we'll do is we'll, we'll get, I'll give you the real quick glimpse of, of, a, of a quick downturn. And it was one of the most recent, which is March, 2020, March, 2020, the market fell 34% from top to bottom for the year. And, but it then came roaring back. And by the end of the year, it was up 17% positive. So that was a very quick, fast falling market and a very fast recovery. So fast that many people said, eh, the pandemic downturn wasn't even that bad. Pandemic was bad. Sitting at home for two years was bad. But the downturn in the market really wasn't that bad. It actually created a lot of opportunity. That's the way it felt. We almost forgot about the 34% drop. This is different. And it's not even a 34% drop. So, Merce, can you kind of take us through 2022 as a comparative to a quick downturn, quick recovery? Yeah, and that that 2020 story, that was a what is this thing called the pandemic? What's coronavirus? So it was a, a fire sale in the stock markets. That's how it dropped so quickly. And then the government had to step in and and print some money and get keep people on their feet. And that's where the recovery came back so quickly. Now here in 2022, we're dealing with the some of the repercussions of that, which has been uh, very focused around inflation and what the Fed is doing. Um, this whole year has really been full of volatility and it's been negative the entire year. I think the first day, the first trading day of 2022 was the only day that the markets went positive for this year. And then it's just been falling since. Um, and somewhere in the middle of the year, around June, the the indexes hit their lows. S&P 500 was down around 23, 23 and a half percent at its low. And then they rallied and recovered. Uh, and got to a point where they were down 10%, and everyone thought that the bottom was in. And now here we sit, as of this recording, uh, the markets have retested those lows and also passed those lows sitting at the S&P, as of this recording, is down a little bit over 24%. Uh, the NASDAQ's down around 30%, 31%. So, uh, And also, it's not just equity markets that have been affected. We've been saying this all year. The bond market ha has been in... Uh, relatively in a worse scenario. The bond market has just been getting crumbled because of this rising interest rate environment that we're in. Uh, the AGG, the aggregate bond index, so kind of like the S&P 500 of the bond world, uh, as of this recording, is down somewhere around 16%. And so the idea of using bonds to de-risk your portfolio and, and um, you know, reduce volatility to hedge yourself with bonds has not worked at all this year in 2022. It's been a very choppy market, very volatile. And a lot of it, again, is because around the idea of uh, combating inflation and, and the Fed saying that they're going to be very strong, 
in, in that idea of we got to raise interest rates and people are going to suffer, but we got to get this under control sooner rather than later. And then on top of that, there's a war overseas in Ukraine that's been going a lot longer than I think people expected. And that's had issues on a, a very massive uh, scale uh, with with oil and and gas prices and everything like that. So the markets in general, from a from a U.S. perspective, but also just a global economic, has been uh, really uh, rattled this year. And so the question becomes, how do we do this? We're sitting ten months into the year, and there hasn't been a positive piece of uh, of anything to work with. How do we navigate a prolonged down market, or even a market that a lot of the the, the term that's being phrased is that we're in a, a trading ban or we're going sideways for a period of time until there's resolution. How do we navigate those types of markets? Yeah. And I think, uh, you know, from our perspective, just to kind of let you know, as uh, from our perspective, as, as individuals that are out looking for investments, we've not really had to deal with this market since 2008, this type of market. The other markets, if you take a 2015, a 2011 that had significant sell-offs in the in the August timeframe of the year, those two years, and then a March 2020 significant sell-off, very quick sell-off. You just move to the sidelines. You sit in a money market. You wait for a few couple weeks at, at the most, and then you get right back in the markets or you shift to bonds. Uh, rel relatively easy type navigations. 2008. Uh, difficult period, uh, but we had to, we had time there. We had an 18 month time horizon, and once it was kind of like, oh, this is going to be a longer term thing, we were able to figure out how to navigate that. That what's different in this particular market that we didn't have in an 08 scenario is we are in a rising interest rate inflationary period, and in 2008 it was the exact opposite. Rates were being dropped, and we had to deflation going on because the markets and the economy and it was all crashing. It was the financial crisis. Right now, we're not in a financial crisis. We're just in an inflationary crisis. And so we're seeing pricing run up, completely different market. And so we have to like look for ways to be able to deal with that. So right now, we are in all essence, not just saying, let's just sit in a money market account that it just it, cash is better than being invested. We've had to look for other ways to handle it. So I think what we could do at this point is we're just going to give you some examples. We're not going to give you ticker symbols and those kind of things for this type of, a, of an atmosphere, but we're going to give you high level. So there are two funds that right now we're sitting in that's earning right around that 2% mark. So Merce, can you just, first of all, let's just talk about those two funds and give again, a very high level of what they look like. I hope that you are enjoying the show. By the way, if you are in or nearing retirement and are someone who wants to gain clarity on what questions you should be asking, learn what the biggest retirement myths are, and identify what you could be doing to achieve peace of mind for your retirement, get started today by requesting your complimentary video course, Four Steps to Secure Your Retirement. To access the course, simply visit pomwealth.net forward slash podcast. If you're new here or you haven't done this yet, this is definitely the first step to get started in applying these principles to your life. So head over to pomwealth.net forward slash podcast and check us out. Yeah, those are um, very secure funds that we are in. Uh, and basically they are government obligations and treasury obligations that are going to pay rates of return. So it's all it's very similar to sitting in say a money market but they're funds they are actual mutual funds that we are in and they're going to be pay they pay a floating rate of a return some based on 
where the short-term treasuries are because part of this is treasury obligations. And that floating rate is going to adjust every seven days. Well, what we know right now is that uh, interest rates are going up and that is going to be reflected in that floating rate. So right now, the seven-day yield has been a little bit better than 2%. And the way that works is every, say, 15th of the month or every 10th of the month, depending on when they pay, uh, based on how much you have in those funds, you're going to get that monthly dividend or that monthly interest payment that comes into the account, gets reinvested into that fund, and we're not subject to the volatility of the market. It's not correlated to the market at all. And in fact, the fund doesn't even move. It's a dollar. One dollar is worth uh, is one quantity, basically. So uh, the fund doesn't is not designed to have growth in it. It's just designed to protect your principal and then also provide some interest payments while you're in there. Yeah. So now that's that's uh, where the vast majority of the money has set. But now, again, as things are evolving, we're seeing a market that is prolonging in its volatility. We're seeing interest rates that are rising and we're seeing inflation that is rising. So we've had to even expand further. And so we have, in addition, um, in, uh, basically started to put a part of the portfolio into, in all essence, what would in the industry be called structured products but they are backed by large banks um, like the JP Morgan, for example. And the, the purpose of these is really to kind of say, hey, we're gonna put together a fund that in that fund is going to pay a coupon or a an interest, if you wanna think about it, I'm just trying to use terms that you could visualize based on an annualized rate. And we basically are able to go out, the more volatile the market is, the better these things are going to pay because that's what's driving it. The, interest rates going up, that's going to drive it. So again, think about an investment that's not correlated to the stock market, does well in rising interest rates, does well in high volatility. When we get into that environment, we can put together this particular offering uh, and we we ban all assets, partner with those major banks. We can go with Citibank, JP Morgan. What was the other one? Uh, Barclays Stanley, is out there, Morgan Stanley. Yeah. Yeah. All the major banks are out there that are available. So we get to go shopping, basically. Yeah. So basically, we'll go out there. We put together these offerings. The one that we did in the last offering was paying a 9% coupon. In all essence, think 9% a year in its offering. The one that we have just bought that's going to go into the portfolios uh, here in a week or so is, is 11%, uh, right? 11? Yep, a little 11, bit better than 11. 11, 11%. Now, you hear that and you're going to go, why don't you put everything in that type of a place? Well, because again, we don't want to go down that. We are, we're risk managers. So we say, look, we don't want to do that. We're buying about 2% a year in the portfolio to a max of 24% in a year. Now, let me give you another caveat. <laughs> this, this coupon rate is only guaranteed for us for three months. At the end of three months, it could go away. If the bank decides that, hey, they want to close it down, they can close it down. And 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 now we've got to go out and put together another one and it might not pay as good. But for those three months, we got an annualized monthly distribution of that nine of that uh nine or eleven percent, whatever it is that we're getting for those particular uh deals. So it's a lot of work for us, but at the same token, it's what we need to do in this type of environment. So it works. It is something that is, if we get the markets balance out, start growing again um, and, and get out of this volatility, those are very likely not going to be as attractive as they are today. So it's not something that we would go out and work to do in a rising market that's got low rate, uh, low risk, low interest rates or falling interest rates. We may not be able to get anywhere close to those rates, but it is something that we can utilize now, at least to get some return in the portfolio. 
Uh, anything else on that Merce at all that I, I might've overlooked on those? No, I think that's good. Yeah. So I think, I think high level is what we're looking for right now are things that are low risk, not correlated to the stock market that do well in rising uh, interest rate environments. That That's really what we're looking for. All of those attributes. That is not something you go out and just do and buy one thing. It, this is something that you want to do in a diversified way. Now, I know we've talked about things that you may or may not have heard, but if you think, hey, I'd like to have a conversation around this, we'd be glad to hop on uh, a phone call with you. You can just simply go to our website, go to the top right-hand corner, click on a uh, the, the schedule call button. You'll see our calendar come up. You can hop on a phone call. We'll talk to you. That's for 15 minutes, no obligation, complimentary. We're glad to talk to you about it. We are not telling you we have perfect systems. We're telling you we have uh, really good approaches to how to deal with markets that give us uh, problems, uh, whether that be a sell-side discipline or looking for alternatives to, uh, to the current situation. We uh, certainly do appreciate you spending a few minutes with us today to talk about uh, what is uh, a pretty good uh, uh, risk type year uh, with the type of markets we're in. We will talk to you again next Monday. All right, everyone, that wraps up today's episode of the Secure Your Retirement podcast. If you found value in today's episode, we would love nothing more than for you to head on over to iTunes and give us a five-star rating and a review. Be sure to take a screenshot of the review before you submit it, and we'll send you a special gift. Our book, Get Off the Retirement Roller Coaster. Just email morgan at pomwealth.net with a screenshot of the review to get your gift. Also, be sure to subscribe so you get notified of new episodes as they're released every week. And finally, please share our podcast with your favorite social network so more of your friends and family can benefit from this information. Always remember, you've worked hard to get where you are, and now you deserve to have a retirement that works hard for you.